From Alaska Team Media Institute, I'm Madison Knudsen. This is Film Club. A podcast series where our youth film critics and cultural connoisseurs spill the theoretical tea on a new movie. In this episode, we're talking about the new movie Wonka, based on the beloved Roll doll character Willy Wonka. The movie turns the clock back to when Wonka was a young man, before he had his famed chocolate factory, and stars Timothy Chalamet as the chocolatier to be. A group of our Atme producers sat down in our studio to discuss the movie and snack on a few chocolatey delights too. They talk about how Wonka compares to the other two adaptations of Roald Dahl's source material, its lack of promotion as a musical, and whether the movie left them with a sweet or bitter taste. Here's their conversation, led by Atme producer Rory McCohen. Hi, my name's Rowie. Um, I'm a current senior at West High School. Um, I went into Wonka because one of my best friends has a crush on Timothy Chalamet, and I was expecting it to be bad, and I actually kind of liked it. Hi, I'm Logan, and I am currently in my junior year at Diamond High School. Um, going into Wonka, I didn't expect it to be a musical, but it, mm. I think it came out really well, even with it being a musical. Hi, I'm Ian. I'm also a junior at Diamond. Uh, I went into Wonka because I wanted to be here. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know if it would be good, but I kind of liked it. Hi, I'm Madison. I am a UAA graduate, and I went to see Wonka with my friend Laura, and um, we went to see Poor Things first, so mm. it maybe wasn't the right um, vibe <laughs> for the day. <laughs> yeah, seeing Poor Things and then seeing Wonka is kind of a crazy... It was a long, yeah. long ride home for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so we have chocolates here that Madison ever so kindly got for us that she unfortunately cannot eat. She cannot eat the chocolates because she has allergies. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, so pick any chocolate. Um, and do a little review, little review time. I'm going to go first. I've decided because I'm the host. That one with the that. white on it's looking at me funny. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's pink stuff in here. I think it's marshmallow. The oh. ASMR of us eating was going to be It crazy. is marshmallow. <laughs> I, I like it. I think there's a guide on the back. It's supposed to be a surprise. Oh, Okay. Like how it is in the movie. Do you see oh, the vision? I see it. Okay. Mm -hmm. This has a very strong caramel. Mm. It was kind of tough to Not actually bite off. Yeah, it gets like that with caramel sometimes. I bit into it. <clears throat> I thought it was coconut. And I was really sad. And it's a marshmallow. And now I'm happy. <clears throat> I hate the coconut ones. I just don't like coconut. This is so much sugar. Okay. It's just, like, overwhelming my taste buds. It's just so, like, artificial sugary. Okay, great. Um, we'll be eating those probably as the podcast goes on, just for funsies, because we can, and we love chocolate, and we are talking about Wonka. So, before we go into this movie, how does everybody feel about, like, the other versions, like the Willy Wonka with Gene Wilder, and then the remake, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp? I love the Johnny Depp one. I grew mm -hmm. up on it. It was so good. 
it was like the right amount of weird. Mm-hmm. It was a really interesting transition with um, the first movie being like almost a Disney movie, and then the Tim Burton version being darker, like even the colors in there was a lot darker. Mm-hmm. The Tim Burton one also had a lot more backstory mm-hmm. on him. It, it, like, showed you why he's so weird and not a normal person. Mm-hmm. His father was a dentist who hated yeah. all candy. And who gave him braces that literally, that, oh, the that gave me nightmares. <laughs> and then he just ran off. Yeah, and then he was like, no, I don't want braces. I want to eat chocolate. And then he just toured the world eating so chocolate. <laughs> I think the Tim Burton one's more reflective of Roald Dahl's style. Mm. than the Gene Wilder one, and I really enjoyed that. But I, like, of course, like the classic of Gene Wilder. Yeah. I have only watched, I think, half of the Gene Wilder one. It is long. It is very long. I I started falling asleep, and then I was like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have watched the Johnny Depp one several times. I really like it. I think it's, like you said, it's more of, like, a reflection of the original, like, Roald Dahl. Dahl's kind of, like, style of writing and how his his books were kind of, like, crazy and weird and kind of dark, especially for children's books, which I really liked about it. And I also think that, unfortunately, Johnny Depp is a good actor, and um, he did really, really well in that movie, which I really liked. Also, um, all of the relationships in the Tim Burton one make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like, especially his relationship with his dad, his relationship with the concept of family is really reflective of that. Yeah. Every time he says parents, he just, like, stops and almost gags. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little, it's, I also love the Oompa Loompas in the Johnny Depp one. The Oompa Loompas in that one are so funny. The kids are also funnier in that one. I agree. They're better than the Gene Wilder one. They have, like, more to them. Mm -hmm. One kid just, like hates chocolate but plays so many video games Mm -hmm. one kid eats so many chocolate bars that he just finds one he bit into one he bit into the ticket yeah Mm -hmm. one's just like super competitive the other one's rich then there's charlie love just happy to be there yeah yeah um so just kind of like testing the waters initial thoughts what did you guys think about Wonka the movie. I didn't expect it to be a musical going into it. Mm. But um, with that, I think that there was a lot, definitely a lot more story into this one, which I really liked, um, other than just the whole thing being centered around the factory. Though I feel like some of the uh, storyline was a little forced, um, and it was interesting having, um, like, not having Wonka as a main character, but the... um, Forgot her name, but that noodle. Child. Yeah, noodle. <laughs> I <laughs> love her. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting take on the Wonka series. Mm. They, I liked it. They took a really kid-friendly approach compared to the other ones. Yeah. Uh, this time, it's not about the the factory and the kids. This time, it's about Wonka himself. He he has a different idea of parents in this form because now he has a mom who. He really likes. That's why he's doing all this. Not because he hates his dad and just ran off to be a street child. Um, yeah, it was 
That was really nice. It was more uplifting. Uh, what's his name? The who they cast for the Oompa Loompa Hugh was Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant was pretty funny. I have a question here about Hugh Grant. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I I think that was really good. I am ready to talk. I'm so sorry. I disagree with everyone. I <laughs> hated this movie. I didn't think it was more kid-friendly. What was happening? There was a chocolate cartel. There was a kid named Noodle. People were signing contracts and becoming indentured servants, essentially. I hated everything about this movie. Wow. Why was Hugh Grant such a small Oompa Loompa? They're supposed to be taller. Like, yeah. everything that happened, the child being named Noodle, I almost left. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was overacting except for my queen, Olivia Coleman. I just, and, and even then I can't defend her. I just, <laughs> I, I did not enjoy this movie at all. Oh, no. I didn't like it. That sucks. <laughs> I disagree with you. <laughs> um, I honestly kind of loved it. I thought there definitely was a lot of overacting. And it was it, kind of to the point where I'm like, I, I saw a tweet where someone was like, I had to look up Timothy Chalamet, how old he was after I saw Wonka, because his acting would have been defensible if he were not 28. <laughs> but unfortunately, he is 28. And that is not right. <laughs> what he did is not right. And so, yeah, that... And her name being Noodle... <sighs> the songs were bad. The songs the were songs bad, were team. Bad. Team. <laughs> I only like kind of half-liked one of them. But that was, like, the theme of the whole movie. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought either. it was all right for the for how the movie was going to go. Oh, my God, oh. and they open a store. I forgot about that. that and then it, but then he opens oh. a factory at the end. Spoilers, by the way, but you knew that. It's all steampunky now, not like how Roald... When Roald Dahl wrote the book, it was supposed to be, like, all industrial, yeah. big uh, pipes with smoke coming out of it. And no kind of like grungy like and yeah, it was supposed to be dark, not well because at that point it had been run down. But I yeah, that uh, I hated the dead mom subplot. We didn't need it. It's tired. I've seen it. I I've seen that's it before. <laughs> so true. I did really love her actress though. Of course, I love that. Actress. I love her, but if she was alive, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I have a dream that my mom and I shared and now I have to make it come true, but it's so sad because she's not here with me. Oh no. And he's super delusional about it. Oh, I saw my mom Crazy. there with me. What was like, this movie about, what? guys? Yeah. What? The theme, like, like, oh, love. I'm going to turn you all into haters of this movie before I go home. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're already starting to. I just, I think, and I will say, I don't think that it was, Okay. The weird romance between what the hell was their names? Olivia oh, Coleman and oh, oh, and that guy viscerally uncomfortable. I was viscerally uncomfortable. I was sitting in my chair watching that, being like, "Oh my god, what the hell is going on?" So really weird take on everyone gets a happy ending, but yeah. For those who didn't see the movie, uh, there's a part where the people that are kept in the basement uh, try to set up the two people that put them in the basement so that they can get out of the basement. Oh. Which is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <sighs> Did we watch the same movie? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, that part is crazy. However, I had a good time while I was watching it. I thought it was fun. It was enjoyable for me to watch. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Um, but in that moment, when I was sitting there and I was like, 
Okay, wait a second. This is weird. But it's Wonka. It's supposed to be weird. It's an experience. It's, an it's experience. not the movie. Yes. It's like, I, I just had a good time while I was watching it. I thought it was fun. I think they could have marketed it as anything but a Wonka, like... Um, Chocolate Cartel, the movie. Yes. <laughs> or, like, just rename Timothy Chalamet's character, and then I would have, like, eaten it up, you know? Like, I literally. It would have been so... I'm so good with words, guys. <laughs> I It would have been really fun. I just don't think that... And we can get into this right now, actually. Um, what were your thoughts on this being like a Willy Wonka backstory slash prequel? Because I don't, I think it is kind of like a weird thing where I know in the back of my head, I'm like, that's not what his story is. Mm, like, <laughs> that's not yeah. what happened. They had a great story for what happened to him in the Johnny Depp one. Mm -hmm. If they went off of that, it'd still be really good because the kid was in a dark place and then he just gets better. Mm -hmm. Not like, my mom died, I'm poor, I'm on a boat, and I'm getting robbed. Well, it doesn't even, like, he's not even poor until the main sequence where he spends all of his... I mean, yeah, he has a boat, but only, like, 12 coins. Yeah. <laughs> or what did that was a little bit worth. weird. It was made up currency, I think. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's in the song. Mm -hmm. um, I wish that they had done a Tim Burton movie prequel using mm -hmm. that backstory that Tim Burton gave us. I wish that they had Tim Burton direct it. Bring back Tim Burton. Tim, what is he well, doing? I miss him. I, I, I have never watched a Tim Burton movie and not enjoyed it, but I sure did watch this with whoever directed it and hated it. So, the, um, yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just prepared, guys. Okay, so this is Paul King's third feature film. Can you guess what the other two movies he's made are? The Great Gatsby, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Black Swan, Natalie Portman. Paddington 1 and 2. <laughs> oh, no! Is Paddington I kind of... I 1 and it. 2. I kind of guessed because the, the lady that was his mom mm -hmm. was the... Yeah. And when I found that out, I was like, everything makes so much sense. Everything about that movie makes so much more sense now. Because why... It's that kind <laughs> of weird. Like, what each... the hell? Why was he um, milking a giraffe, by the way? Yeah, that was, that. <laughs> that was an uncomfortable scene. They sang scene. to it. I didn't like it. Me neither. They were like, let's ask her for permission. The giraffe doesn't look at them once. Mm -mm. The giraffe's looking outside. The giraffe yeah, wants to be doesn't. somewhere else. Yeah. Like us, but, you know. <laughs> like me in the movie theater. <laughs> but I was like, he directed Paddington 1 and 2, and now he's directing Wonka. This is his third feature film. This makes so much sense for, like, the experience and the things that he creates. That just makes sense for him. If they had gotten Tim Burton, I think it would have been a better movie. But 100%. I will also say, it had like, right now it has like an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie has been surprisingly well received. Everybody I've spoken to, except for the friend that I went with, said it was good. Mm hmm. Yeah. But we just have taste, so. <laughs> I feel like the Wonka movies are really good at reflecting not the actors, yet. The directors specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tim Burton had his own style. That's exactly what went into the movie. I don't remember his name for any of the other two, but uh, Paul King directed this one, Wonka. Okay, Paul King had his own style mm -hmm. that went straight into the movie. 
Whoever directed the Gene Wilder one had his own style, and again, it went straight into the movie. And it was also, I think, like, all three of these movies are made in very distinct and separate times, Mm -hmm. Um, and also distinct and separate um, kind of, like, styles of filmmaking that I think are popular, you know, right now. Um, I think right now a lot of people are really into, like, the super um, vibrant and, like, maximalist um, version of everything, and everyone really loves prequels and sequels and remakes. Well, I, I mean, you know, corporations like that. I don't know if the consumers like that, but that's what we're doing right now. So it just kind of, you know, and then, like, Johnny Depp, the Johnny Depp one was, when was that released? Like, 2000? 2001? Yeah. Something like that? 2001. And that style, like, that era of filmmaking was very, I, you know, it was, like, kind of dark, kind of cynical, kind of... Um, uh, 2005. 2005, okay. Uh-huh. The year before I was born. But, yeah, that kind of era of filmmaking... I typically think of, like, the early 2000s rom-coms when I think of that era, but I also think that a lot of the more serious films were sort of a little bit more cynical, a little bit more dark, a little bit more twisted, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And then Gene, the Gene Wilder one was in an era of filmmaking that was kind of, like, upbeat and peppy and up-tempo. Mm-hmm. And so Tips. I think they also reflect the eras of filmmaking in which they were made. I feel like they tried for that, but something was off in that movie. Like something, mm-hmm. it was upbeat, but there was clearly something not right. That's true, yeah. Which is, I think, that, the theme I guess of that was every... why they tried to do that. Mm-hmm. That maybe that was their point, their goal for the movie. I can't speak to the Gene Wilder one because I haven't seen it in a really long time. But the 2005 one is more focused on uh, economic issues, Mm -hmm. which would have been more relevant at the time. And I felt like this one was more focused on the issues of capitalism as well as um, societal issues and people in positions of power. Um, So that, I think, also really speaks to the time. Again, it's been more than 10 years since I've seen the Gene Wilder one, though, so I could not possibly tell you. (laughs) No, yeah, I don't know. But I do really think the Tim Burton one has a heavy focus on poverty and the way it affects society, and that was something that we were really experiencing at that time in the mm. early 2000s. Yeah, yeah leading up to the 08. Because uh, you had the people that were stealing his, stealing his uh, recipes and stuff, and he got super worried about that. Then you had the that one scene that felt a little bit out of pocket with the rich prince and his chocolate temple. Oh yeah, that was so out of pocket. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. Thinking about like. Well, now that's what that movie was trying to go for. Now it kind of makes sense, but... And also, like, Charlie is depicted as being in very, very, like... He's impoverished. He's mm-hmm. impoverished. His home does not have a roof. Right. His <laughs> mom yeah. makes cabbage soup every night for dinner. It's and all of his grandparents shack. live in a bed. Together. Together. It's a little Together. shack in the middle of an entire circle of apartment homes. Mm-hmm. And it's breaking down. Yeah. That one I felt does the silliness well. I've never watched that and been like, no, you're overacting, or no, this isn't funny, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's also not a child named Noodle or a gun, so. <laughs> or the drunk chocolate. That was interesting. Yes. <laughs> that- oh, oh I just Guys, maybe I don't like this movie. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. It's really like, bad. <laughs> I don't. Uh, How did this get made? Who had a $150 million budget? 
And it made $500 million at the box office. I'm sorry I contributed to that. I'll reflect on that myself. (laughs) It's crazy to think because um, the new Godzilla movie, uh, Godzilla Minus One, that was $15 million in reference. Yeah, it was. Wow. What did they use the money what? for? Because this movie sucked. <laughs> the, right? the giraffe did not need to be CGI. Random CGI casting. Random casting. CGI. CGI. I mean, I hope Olivia Coleman gets her money, but I n- hope not Olivia that Coleman much. Stays in her bag. I think the main reason why I went was because Rowan Atkinson was in there, and I wanted to see Mr. Bean one more oh, time. Oh yeah. yeah, he was funny. he was really funny. Yeah. That that was, but I love was, Rowan Atkinson. That was like the only time I pointed at the screen. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Everyone I talk to, no one knows who that is. It's so sad. Oh, mm. I love Mr. Bean. I guess kind of like, because we're talking about it, did the comedic bits, like did the comedy land for you guys? Were you laughing in the theater? No. No? No. No? I'm so glad you said it. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> he's weird, and it's almost not funny. Like, he is saying these random, there's only one like random line that he spits out that I think is kind of funny where he like mixes up his words in the beginning when he's right next to the shop. But other than that, it's so repetitive and boring. Like he mixes everything up. Like mm-hmm. he is It's not clever at that point. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know why they made him illiterate. <laughs> Dude, the one thing that I found so funny was when Noodle goes, There's literate and there's illiterate. <laughs> that made me laugh in the theater. When she said that, I was like, what did you just say? Why did they have that child sing that? But it was funny. Huh. That landed for me. I thought that was so funny. She's bullying this grown she's man. Like, she's like, you're <laughs> illiterate, dude. And he's I taking can read it. better than you. This is a she... big word, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny to me. Because they were just like singing. Why didn't he like, know how to read? Um, I don't know. Okay. That's a great question. I they just, don't what? explain it. Why didn't he go to school? Because his mom died. Um, they explained <laughs> I it. I don't know. <laughs> they explained it briefly, and I believe, like he said that he spent his money on discovering how to make chocolate instead yeah. of learning how to read and write. I yeah. feel like those would <laughs> go hand in hand. Just because you didn't go to college doesn't mean you can't read. No, but apparently public school costs money. Public school. That's funny. <laughs> he, his his mom was alive for a long time. She could have helped him out then. Right. And he like, wasn't in chocolate school hey, then. Literacy is something that you start at a very early age. Like, I wasn't expecting like, him to be a biologist. I no. just... <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't get that. I feel like he should have been teaching her how to read. She was dropped off as a baby down a right. laundry chute. She's an orphan. Oh my God. She should to not these be illiterate. Horrible people. That couple taught her how to. Well, not together. Those people taught her how to read. Why would they? That doesn't fit their character. Like Maybe it was one of the other like adults that was there. That's so sad. I know. Maybe it was the. Accountant. But it was really cute because it came like it came full circle at the end, and her mom's a librarian. I guess now thinking about it, if he was literate, then uh, he wouldn't have moved into that apartment building. And it, the movie would have stopped. But everybody else there. was literate. Every, all the other adults could read. They just didn't. Well, uh, with him having he to read sign the, the contract, contract. He read the whole uh, contract, but I don't think anyone else did. Nobody else noticed. He didn't read it, it at all. Because he can't read. <laughs> Nobody else noticed, I think, that it folded out. Oh, yeah. He noticed because that it folded out, but he couldn't read, so he didn't him. actually read she it. She told okay. him to read the fine print. And then yeah, the accountant like, probably would have noticed, but he just got thrown in there. Mm hmm. Because it's the, the cartel. And again, 
<laughs> this is where these people get put in the basement and have to work <laughs> off their debt, which was so weird. That was crazy. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> I don't I don't want to see that in an adult movie either. Like I just why would we show that? What's happening here? Yeah, indentured servitude in a Willy Wonka movie is kind of crazy. Although I guess you could argue that's what the Oompa Loompas are too. <laughs> That's such a good yeah, but he—it's—it's it's yeah. willing. Like they, is it in the Johnny Depp movie? <laughs> oh my god! He literally goes to the—he literally goes to Loompa Land and makes like, makes like a deal with the chief. It feels so weird to say. I don't like that you said that. <laughs> no, but that's what it's called. I know. They were like Tim. This is where we messed up, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This—I don't know. It was kind of in the, and in the. Tim Burton movie, the Oompa Loompas are kind of like a weird iteration of indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is an issue. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I ever made that connection. Yeah, because <laughs> they have like the headdresses and they, the, the main one's called the chief and they live on an island and How did he Wonka get... goes and like saves them, you know. Mm-hmm. It's very white savior. Very... How did he bring a whole um, like civilization of little people into the U.S. without nobody questioning it, though. Well, I think this is Britain. It definitely well, was. Yeah, it was, it was definitely well, Britain. So you know, even then, different rules over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have no clue. I don't know. Couldn't tell yet. Sorry, I'm eating chocolate, and it's actually really good. So. Did any of, like, the... I'm assuming you guys are going to say no, but I just want to ask. Did any of the emotional, like, touchy-feely stuff land for you guys either? Absolutely not. Absolutely not? No. I really felt for Noodle. Why? <laughs> but I hated that they called her Noodle. I would never look at an N for a name and be like, oh, my God, I know it. Um, It's like pasta, but it's... <laughs> like, Nigel would be first. Like, Nelly, like... Nimona. Nessa, like I don't know. Some not not noodle. Not noodle. She lives but they're horrible. Three so. better names. Like right off the bat in the yeah. movie. Though she lives with a couple that seem pretty unhinged. But they're not technically together. I I, wa- I feel oh. like they they're made for each other. Me too. <laughs> what are their names? Scrub it and bleacher? Coleman That's what it is. Scrub it and really? bleacher, yes. Huh. I just oh came my up gosh. with that. No, scrub it oh. and bleacher. <laughs> I believed you. <laughs> That's what it is. I I think isn't that their business name? No, but those are their actual names too. Let me look it up. Uh, I thought they were both. Actually, yeah, no, it is. We should make a company together if you hate each other. Scrub it is the landlady, and Bleacher is her kind of like muscle. (laughs) And those are their real names. (laughs) With uh, uh, Lederhosen. Oh, that was bad. Don't that ever so put that image cute. into my head again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my favorite and she's part of like, the movie. My man. <laughs> she's like, oh my god, you're so hot. At what? that in that scene, my mom looked at me, looked back at the movie, and she said, Do you still want to watch? <laughs> <laughs> and you said no. And they, you left and you've never seen the ending. <laughs> yeah. How does <laughs> that feel? That's I'm, actually I'm jealous. Crazy. <laughs> I had to say, I, I, I wanted to see if the movie would redeem itself. Oh, Aww. it's illegal to dream. It's illegal to wish. What was that? That was a subplot at the beginning. Daydreaming. Daydreaming. Uh, it's oh. illegal. They just I take thought, him away. I think that was just like for that one specific piece of real estate. They were like, you can't daydream in front of this. Well, then you see on the friend. castle that he like gets at the end, daydreaming aloud. Like, that's not normal. Oh, <gasps> you're so right. 
alternate universe London, you are <laughs> not allowed to daydream or dawdle or mm-hmm. wish or have chocolate that makes people fly. That's I agree. Which I think is definitely a health violation. That's yeah. yeah. What is in that? Like it literally <laughs> describes that there are bugs that fly. That's crazy. That's not. I didn't enjoy not that. how biology works. <laughs> Just saying. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to no. have bugs flying and, and like they were lifting like me up. Flying for like twenty minutes, but they couldn't control it. They weren't actually flying; they were just floating endlessly. They weren't in control. The they were just gonna. Like if there were not a roof, they would have just continued to go up into the atmosphere. Do the bugs fly away at some point? I can't remember. I think they fart them out. Yeah, oh that is how God. they describe it. Yeah. Well, it's that was an interesting take on the soda uh, plot in the mm-hmm. uh, the Tim Burton version. Which I'm always here for the soda scene. Actually, that's hilarious. That was so <laughs> funny and well done. I think that's soda the Gene scene. Wilder one. Uh, they had a they drank it. They floated, and instead of farting it out, they had to burp it out. That was Gene Wilder. That's oh, that definitely. Was oh, okay, well, yeah, but it's good. I've seen Johnny Depp so many times. Like I've just watched the movie over and mm-hmm. over again. I think I can like pick out every scene exactly <laughs> as it is. You wrote the screenplay, actually. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? Hang on, just one sec. We'll be right back with more of our roundtable discussion on Wonka. Alaska Teen Media Institute is looking for youth to join our team. As a youth producer, you can lead roundtables like the one you're listening to right now, edit audio, record voiceovers, help write scripts, and much more. And all of that is paid work. And get this. While we are based in Anchorage, you don't have to be there to work with us. A lot of the work we do is done remotely. So if you are between the ages of 13 and 24, living in Alaska, and interested in joining ATME, go to alaskateenmedia.org slash join. You can also email us at news at alaskateenmedia.org. Let's get back to our discussion of Wonka question for uh the marketplace of ideas um what did you guys think of timothy chalamet's performance just like did you guys you guys liked it i did not know he could sing well he he did do musical theater really for like a while yeah he he went to a a, uh like a performing performing arts high school and then he went to nyu his performance matches how old he looks he looks, he looks 17. Yes. And when he was 17, he looked 12, which is crazy. Um, I absolutely agree with that. Going back to what I said earlier. If he was 17 or 22. And not like 20. Literally, he's 28. What 28. the hell is up with that? Why? He went to NYU for performing. Performance. That was That's his whole thing. That's been his whole thing. Why did he get... He was so good in Little Women. He was so good in Little Women. I love that movie. I have not seen any other Timothy Chalamet. I, that's my first impression, but I know that that's not what he And he was is. so good in Call Me By Your Name. I don't like that movie, but he was so good in that movie. Why is he crazy in this one? Why is he bad? Because Why? of the director. If Tim Burton directed this exact same movie in a similar style to when he did Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, so it would have been so much better. I'll even take the Twilight tent on it. I would have accepted the cartel, the kid named Noodle. If Tim Burton had directed this movie, it would have been better. 
Mm-hmm. And Timothy Chalamet's performance would have been better. Because he wouldn't have been told to act like that. Yeah. What was that? No, I don't. Because he's, I think genuinely Timothy Chalamet is a really good actor. Very talented. I, like, I really, really, I really liked him in Call Me By Your Name. I really liked him in Little Women. I really liked him in Lady Bird. I love him in Lady Bird. I love him. And I just wish that I wish that he had been given better direction because I think with better direction and a more concise and like focused idea of what this movie was supposed to be about, I think it would have been leagues better. It's a good movie on its own, but when you put it in like Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, just that kind of context, it's not it doesn't fit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I wouldn't watch this for free on YouTube regardless. <laughs> I don't care if we take the Wonka name out of it. You could not get me to watch this again. Wow. Really? Maybe if they I took out... I wish I could unsee it. <laughs> Maybe if they took out part of the... What's that name again? The The hotel place? Is Scrub that... It and Bleachers. Maybe if they took away the Scrub It and Bleachers romance, like mm-hmm. most of it. It's fine if they kept a little in there, but, like, most of it, then it'd be okay. At the beginning, when Timothy Chalamet is sleeping on that bench and the guy from Scrub It and Bleach It comes over to him, that was so pervy. It was weird. In such a weird way, it made me uncomfortable. That guy in particular, I'm sure he's a great guy in real life, but, I mean, I don't know, but... (laughs) (laughs) But he... His acting was honestly great. He was fantastic. He was, he made me f- so viscerally uncomfortable. I was, I was afraid. Squirmy. <laughs> I was afraid. I was scared. If that's exactly what his role was like, if that's exactly what they told him to do, then he, he did, did a great. great job. He did fantastic. He and Olivia Coleman should have been nominated for Oscars. Whatever <laughs> I'm joking, but I imagine they won. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Yeah, Olivia Coleman for Scrub It, Mrs. Scrub It, in the movie Wonka, directed by Paul King, starring Timothy Chalamet. Uh, welcome to your Oscar. Horrible romances in everyone's favorite movies. I think it'd be have. fun if Scrub It and Bleacher had a spin-off miniseries where they actually fell in love. <laughs> I'm sorry, my face did that. I I, I would not appreciate that. I Please do not want to see that ever happen. You guys, if I directed that miniseries, <laughs> would you guys watch it? Absolutely not. I don't care who directed it. My number one ops. I think I'd have to block you. <laughs> I would be bringing shame to the at me name. Truly, mm. yeah. Um. Coming back to this, <laughs> Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. Thoughts, feelings, opinions. They should have brought Roy back. I agree. Poor Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> he had such a good career. He, he made so a living off of being the hot British guy in rom-coms. And look, look, he was in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I like that role a lot. I liked him in that role I mean, he was lot. really weird, but that was the point. Yeah. And now he's a freaking Oompa Loompa. Doesn't even reach knee height. Not Why even with the so hair. he's so small? His hair reaches like... <laughs> Sorry. And there's Hugh Grant now. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh 
Hugh Grant is in the, <laughs> the bathroom. Uh, sorry, guys, I think you crushed him. <laughs> He's so small. As weird as I thought the little American Girl doll-sized one was, I think it would have been worse to have a toddler-sized Hugh Grant. I just I thought agree. about the fear or, of that reality. I've, I've seen so many people criticize this about this movie, which is that why didn't they cast somebody actually with dwarfism? Yeah. Like, why did they get guy. Hugh Grant? There's this one that's guy with dwarfism that's in everything. everything. He's Avengers so good. Endgame, like this one random Adam Sandler movie, Elf. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Like, I care a lot. He did everything. X Men. Everything. Just paint him from head to toe in orange, give that's him a green no wig. And he would have been so good. And let him go absolutely nuts. And I, he would have loved that role. He would have eaten that role up. Well, maybe, maybe he wouldn't have loved it. I don't know. I don't know either. Might, all of his other roles are like respectful. <laughs> like, That's a good not point. an Oompa Loompa. That's also a good point. But I, I just like, why Hugh Grant? And also, if like, if he's from an island, assume I'm assuming a tropical island. Why is he British? Oh, so he's actually from the island of London. <laughs> um, that's easy. There's a little island right up the coast of London, actually. <laughs> um, and it's where the Oompa Loompas live. It's crazy Beautiful. that nobody's found it yet. You don't get that problem with the uh, Tim Burton ones, because they don't talk. They just use this really goofy hand language. Or sign language. And they sing. They're they also partners. sing. They have some of the weirdest voices I've ever heard, but it fits really, really well. Yeah. Mm. And they have like those crazy goggles in that one song. <laughs> I forgot about that. And how high pitch of a voice would Hugh Grant have if it was like voice to scale size? <laughs> it's not something I ever wanted to think about. <laughs> it was such a deep voice. He, it was his regular voice. It was his it? normal yeah. voice. That's so weird. They should have. They should have pitched it. How much was the budget again? $150 million. That was too expensive. I see why you had $150 million. It doesn't look it. No. It doesn't sound it. Who? How much do they pay the songwriters? Because they need to take their money back. <laughs> I, so I think you mentioned this, that you didn't realize that it was a musical. Like, I know that the uh, advertisement for it um, showed a song in it, but I didn't really take that as the full thing being a musical. Right. What, how did you feel when you were in the theater and you were like, hey, why are they singing so much? And then, like, you realized it was a musical. Did you feel betrayed? Um, for it being a musical, I don't think that they overdid it, mm -hmm. where, like, mm -hmm. everything, every single thing that they're doing is a song. Yeah. Um, I think that the songs could have been better, definitely. Yes. Um, like, as themselves. Like, I know that it's, like, it's enough to drive the plot. Mm -hmm. um, the, I don't know. I don't feel betrayed by it. For just, sure, yeah. Just fine with it. Yeah. I felt, I felt betrayed. Because <laughs> if there's a whole bunch of singing... They should have found some way to fit a whole bunch of Oompa Loompas rising up from the streets and start singing. That would have been fun. I would have been overjoyed if that had happened. Nearly every song in a Willy Wonka movie should be Oompa Loompas. So true. <laughs> a question for all of you. Um, 
do you think that the movie succeeds at like being a musical? Okay, so okay, people talk bad about musicals a lot. Mm -hmm. People are happily to be like public musical haters, and this is why we keep making terrible musicals. If you're gonna sing, you better sing a good song that is relevant and makes sense and sounds good and isn't. Oh my god, noodle noodle, apple strudel. What was that? What was that? I wanted to leave. Yeah. His song about having no money and then he gives his money away one thing at a time, that was stupid. That was not a good song. Uh, does it move the plot along? I, no. Don't sing exactly what you're doing. I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, The Sound of Music, great music. Oh, The um, Sound of Music. Incredible. And people, no, one, no one's a Sound of Music hater. No. I hope. Raise your hand. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but when we keep you're making musicals yeah. that are just terrible, it makes people like think that they don't like them and they won't go to good ones yeah like mean girls um oh which my God. also i didn't love <laughs> <laughs> but it was better than wonka unfortunately yeah also wonka i believe failed as a musical 100 percent. because i in order for it to be a musical you have to first of all advertise it as a musical mm-hmm. you can't just be like like with mean girls a new twist from tina fey what the hell does that mean and also like i just like, I think a movie musical that was a children's thing that I think was executed fairly well was the newest Matilda movie. I thought they did that pretty well. Um, I thought the dance numbers were really fun. I thought the music was okay. I thought the acting was cute, and I thought it was a really cute movie. Overall, is it my favorite movie? No. Would I watch it again? Probably not. But, like... It was fine. It was executed the way that a movie musical is supposed to be, mm. particularly a movie musical about a rolled doll book. I get that maybe that's what they were going for. They did not execute it the way <laughs> <laughs> Madison is raising her hand. <laughs> so sorry. No, go ahead. I think if we're going to keep making roll doll movies, we should make them in the um, design and style that they were originally written to be portrayed in. For sure. And we're making them way too bright and colorful and fun when they are terrible, sad, dark stories. And he's not alive to tell you that, but I am. (laughs) The New Witches with Anne Hathaway had so much potential, and I did enjoy it. If they had made it darker, like that James and the Giant Peach movie, if they had oh made it in that similar style, that same vibe, it would have been incredible. I love mm. that movie. The it's animated one? Yes. I or, really no, like sorry. It's like, it's like of, half it's animated, half live action. It's so good. It's really good. It's terrifying. Highly recommend. It's Roll Doll. Um, the Matilda, mm-hmm. I loved the musical. They cut some of my favorite songs. That's fine. <laughs> but if they had made it with even that like Twilight tent, everything's just too bright and sterile for me right now. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like an Amazon commercial. So true. Yes. Just soulless. Yeah. Soulless. It's too bright. Too bright. I don't want to see too it. Too many colors. Oversaturated. I don't like it. It's like almost... The the like the movie covers of all of those early two thousands rom coms like she's all that, yeah. Where it's like the white background and then oversaturated like super in your face like crazy colors mm-hmm. on a white background. It's mm. ridiculous and it looks bad. It, that was filmed <laughs> in a studio. I can see the studio. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy and a lot of movies look like that nowadays. Oh no, 
Someone is not having a good time. <laughs> you want to tell us about the chocolate experience that you're having right now? Strawberry filled. Yeah. This is how the experience of Wonka was. <laughs> it, it looked good on the outside, but it was too, too bright and on. it sucked. Mm-hmm. Wow. I hated in Wonka when he finally ate the chocolate his mom gave him and he gave it all away. Mm. I what feel like that? some things can be special. You can keep that for yourself. Your mom's dead. She made you this chocolate <laughs> bar. Oh my God. You don't have to give it to all your friends you met 10 days ago. Like, just, like, I know you're lonely, Timmy. I know. It's okay, baby. Don't share that chocolate. That's Maybe don't eat that chocolate. It's 15 years God, old and it's dude. dusty. Ugh. And it dusty just was in the chocolate. vat and in the rain and... At least it had your the gold ticket. Yeah. Ew, you, you've been sitting on that. At it's probably least half it had melted. the gold melted. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh my god. And everybody ate that. If somebody offers me chocolate out of their pocket, I say, No, thank you. No, I'm That's so really sweet. Good. Thank you so much. I'm not hungry. No. It's like a fifth grader with like unramped candy just sticking his hand in his pocket and like, you want some? <laughs> but when I was is in... his mom dead? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Whoa. <laughs> These when were I... my mom's gummy bears. I'll bite off this part. You guys can have the rest. These are my mom's Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> They've been in my pocket for 20 years. Do you want some? <laughs> no. <laughs> and you don't need to eat it either. <laughs> <laughs> there are better ways to remember your dead mother. Take I'm a picture, sorry. throw it away. Like, get it out of the house. Yes. Like you have a picture of her. You can like you Not can for make. Long. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why does he only have one? I did have a nitpick for the end of the movie. Mm. So obviously, in all the movies, there's like a few constants. There's a chocolate bar. There's a golden ticket. There's someone falling into chocolate. But that scene where they get drowned in chocolate was not good. I didn't like it. Like the chocolate, like the chocolate vat didn't seem good. Like I kept getting nervous that they'd just get smacked in the face by the mixer because it's just this giant, like heavy metal thing that just slams them in the face. And you'd think that they would get hit by that, but they don't. Yeah, they come out perfectly fine. And they're like they're just covered in chocolate. And then he pulls out his, like, 15-year-old chocolate bar and everyone eats it. And you can't float in chocolate, guys. I yeah. Know. I really don't think you can. I thought they Unless were going to drown. Unless like, crazy watered-down <laughs> chocolate. Which maybe because it's from the cartel. They don't even make good chocolate. No, they don't. Um, I they, hate that I've said cartel so many times <laughs> and do, that it's relevant. They do address that um, they watered down the chocolate, and that's what they sell. And the rest of the chocolate that's put in the vault is, like, the excess chocolate. That they so used it, to bribe the police officers. Yes. Yeah. Keegan Michael so. Key was probably one of the only good things in that movie. <laughs> so true. I really liked his role. He like he didn't. I'm usually not a, honestly. I'm usually not a big fan of his kind of comedy. Um, that landed crazy bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you, and okay, I wasn't great. a fan of it here either. <laughs> I just wasn't. But here, I do think that. Um, I think he played a, a corrupt police officer pretty well, which was kind of, I can't believe that I just said that out loud. 
This is the weirdest conversation I've had in my life. <laughs> this it's, is the weirdest well, movie I've ever watched. I it's I it's got to be up there for me. It, of like top ten craziest movies I've ever seen. I'll put it in top five worst made films I've ever seen, mm. but not top ten craziest for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, any final thoughts? Any like anything else we wanted to say about Wonka before we before we close this out? Not that I can think of. My question is, does anyone still like the movie? I know we came in with love. If it's okay if you do, I just No, you totally changed I, my worldview. Wow. <laughs> I think I do have mixed feelings on it. Mm, <laughs> no, I'm kind of bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. Let Sorry, it sit James. 10 years and come back to it. I do have one more thing. <laughs> in the Johnny Depp one, like, in all the flashbacks and stuff, they show how, like, the weird candy he made. None of it's, like, bugs that go in your stomach. Right. But it's, like, the, the egg with the chocolate bird that just flies out. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I wish they had more of that. Not like more of like the Harry Potter style, uh-huh. like weird. That's candy. such a good example of a movie that is not overly saturated, mm-hmm. not super like white background, sterile, but still is fun and lighthearted a lot of the time and tells a story. I lighthearted wish for like the first three the movies. <laughs> I wish they have their moments. <laughs> I wish that more book adaptations were kind of made so that they could be marketed as a Christmas movie. I agree. Do you know what I mean? I do. Because I watch the Harry Potter movies around Christmas because they remind me of Christmas time because they're joyous and fun, especially the first couple. I would not watch this during the holiday season. I would not watch Wonka during the holiday season. It would I wouldn't make watch me feel Wonka bad. in general. <laughs> Say it again. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> it was an experience. I mean, I wouldn't stop myself from going, but I'm not going to go again. No. I'm, I think it's kind of a... I think it's a fun one to do, like watch with friends. I watched it with three of my friends. I had a really great experience in the theater. It was fun for us to like make fun of it, which I think is also part of the reason why some of the comedy landed for me a little bit more than it landed for um, the average person, maybe. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just was like happening to look at you. Um, <laughs> she said the average film goer. <laughs> Well, looking into my soul. Um, But I like. I think it's a. I think it's a fun one if you're just like looking for a movie that's kind of bad. It reminds me of like a Hallmark movie in that way, almost. (laughs) Final thoughts? No, you can go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't. This was just such a bad movie. (laughs) I can't believe I stayed. I can't believe it was made. I can't believe someone showed that script and they were like, "Yeah, we'll give you a hundred and fifty. I would say ten million is too much. I would say five million is too much." If I saw that script, I would say, actually, I How think we need to burn it. I, I don't have rewrites. I just think, cut the whole thing. I, I, full hate. Like, <laughs> I would have rewrites. I think this could be a good movie if it was rewritten and, 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 and a different director. Cut the indentured servitude. Cut the chocolate cartel. Cut the corrupt No, the chocolate officers, cartel I thought was cut, fun. I it's just a kids movie. Well, so here's the thing. I think it should also be marketed differently. I think they should have marketed. Do you think it this could have been a successful movie if it was marketed to just adults because no. I certainly would not have gone to see <laughs> no, the like Monopoly point. on chocolate movie. <laughs> well, that's a good point. I just but 
I said that so meanly. I didn't yeah. mean to be like, well, do you think? Well, <laughs> well, I wouldn't have seen it. Um, <laughs> Not exactly. Okay. It is. Um, I know. I'm sorry. I just, I think there, I think every, I just think Roald Dahl in general, his books have so much opportunity um, and like possibility for something to be good. And so whenever there's even like a hint of something where I'm like, oh my gosh, that reminds me of like the Roald Dahl book or this is inspired by or like a creation, like a film adaptation of a Roald Dahl book. It has so much possibility. There is so much there that you can dive into. And so I'm just so disappointed that they didn't do all of the things that were like it has so much potential. And so I'm sad. 100%. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for for being here. Yeah, that was all I had. Thank you guys so much. I had a really great time. And we're good. Cut the tapes. Cut Cut the camera. You've been listening to Film Club, a production of Alaska Teen Media Institute. Our show's theme was composed by Kendrick Whiteman with additional music from Devin Schreckengost. Alaska Teen Media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska. We would like to acknowledge the Denina people whose land we work on. Many thanks to the supporters of our podcast, including the Alaska State Council on the Arts. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our programs and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Alaska and help keep our podcast going, you can support us through Patreon. It's a membership platform that makes it easy for you to support creative endeavors like AtMe. Just go to patreon.com slash alaskateenmedia. You can also help out by subscribing to, rating, or writing a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit helps us get our stories out there. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and X, formerly known as Twitter, at Alaska Teen Media. Follow us for all sorts of updates. For Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Madison Knudsen. Thanks for listening. <laughs>